Hello, and welcome to the Viva Wellness Podcast. My name is Jarrell. I'm Rachel. You sounded so joyful and like chipper just now. Hello, like you're opening a window and like greeting your neighbors in your quaint country town. (laughs) That's nice. Bluebirds fly around you. (laughs) Like Belle. Just thought I'd point that out, which is actually kind of ironic because we're going to talk about toxic positivity today. Which I did just put two and two together that that was like very chipper and bright and, but I hope that was genuine, which is what we're going to talk about the opposite of today. Yeah, it was, it was genuine, but it wasn't my intention. Oh, it just came out that way. Using joy today. I I mean, ironically, (laughs) I guess so. Because Maybe like, you don't feel like you're oozing joy. Yeah. So it wasn't but, like not genuine, but it also isn't exactly how I feel. That's fair. Sometimes but it just like it was just a moment, you know. Just a minute. A minute mm. of joy is better than no minutes of joy. <laughs> That's true. So, we're going to talk about toxic positivity today. Speaking of moments of joy, you don't attend. Mm-hmm. And it came to mind to discuss this because it's obviously we're recording this a few days after Christmas and a few days before New Year's and there's a lot of social interactions happening now maybe more than you're used to or just seeing different types of people or like in larger hopefully COVID safe groups but this is something that's really common everywhere and it's actually shocking we haven't done a podcast episode on this before because both Jarrell and I are pretty anti-toxic positivity, which just makes us sound like real gems of humans, but <laughs> you'll understand what we mean. We're not like, you know, Grinches sitting right. in our Oscar the Grouch like trash can, but like, it was shocking we hadn't talked about this before. Yeah, I actually find that very surprising. Yeah, same. And maybe I just missed the episode in which we did. And if that's true, sorry, we're talking about it again. <laughs> I don't think that's true because I did look and I remember looking a couple times like really never a topic but anyway so how would you define it toxic positivity like if somebody's like what is that I thought it's good to be positive and yay joy and good vibes like what are you telling them this actually is hmm so I think I would say that toxic positivity is the unreasonable expectation and and value we place on value and pressure we place on being and feeling happy interesting okay or positive and or positive yeah I would have I I would agree with that and I would have other thoughts that I'll share later about like why this is actually such a problem yeah but yeah it's this idea that like the negative emotions or the uncomfortable or difficult emotions. I don't even like negative emotions because it's all part of like the human experience. Yeah. And the only reason sadness or anger, for example, is negative is because we ascribe that value to them. Sure. Versus just being like, sometimes you're sad. Like sometimes it rains. Like what are you going to do? Right. It might not be your favorite weather, but like, it's just a part of life. And my guess is you're not getting too bent out of shape whenever it's raining, mm-hmm. at least most of the time when it's raining. But somehow it's like not okay to be sad, mad, frustrated, et cetera. When in reality, that's pretty similar to rain. It's just not the ideal, but also it just happens. Can't mm-hmm. really do anything about it. So it's this idea that, right, you can't sit with other people's 
uncomfortable emotions, I think is how it usually plays out. People can turn Mm -hmm. it inward, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, But I think the most offensive time this pops up is when someone's saying to you, like, something's not good, whatever it is, you could, it could literally be anything. Yeah. And you're like, oh, but at least blah, blah, blah. Or like, oh, well, but like, think of the positive or look on the bright side or what about the silver lining or like, don't worry, you'll be okay. It's not that bad. Mm -hmm. (sighs) It's so frustrating to overhear that. And you overhear that a lot. I think that's actually one of my least favorite side effects of like being a therapist is that I now hear things like this that I think to a lot of people are just like run in the mill things to say. And it like is cringeworthy mm-hmm. where I just want to give the person a hug who's hearing that and be like, no, it is okay. It's okay to be sad. It's okay not to be positive. You are fine. So yeah. while you might think that you're doing a good thing by like bucking someone up or making them feel better, it's really just minimizing it. So I don't know about you, but I know if I come to somebody with a problem, I'm not unsure that it's a problem. Like I feel pretty crappy about it. And I think Mm -hmm. that's a lot of people, right? That if they bring it to another person's attention, especially in in a serious manner, not just like, oh man, do you, can you imagine what this guy on the train said to me the other day? Like something that's actually of some importance they've already decided it's a problem. So they already feel pretty bad about it. And then what you're doing by skewing any type of those toxic positivity phrases that I mentioned is like, you're kind of telling them it's not. And that's just awful, right? Because it basically shuts down all conversation and kind of blocks any support because it's like coming to you and saying, Hey, I have a problem. And you being like, no, you don't. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess conversation over. And that feels awful. Right. Well, and I think the, you know, so those moments, obviously, like you said, you minimize someone else's experience, you invalidate someone else's experience. And if you do that enough times, maybe one is enough, who knows. Um, But if you do that enough times, then what's going to happen is, is you're actually really going to damage the relationship. Mm -hmm. And the person is not going to see you as a source of support in the future. Because they, they can't trust that you're going to affirm, validate what they've experienced. So you're, real, you're actually like, it's, yeah, in a moment, it's like you think it's cute and nice or what have you, but the implications are actually kind of meaningful, yeah. especially if it's a repeated pattern of behavior. Yeah. I don't know that I could think of something worse that someone could say to me if I've brought something that's a problem to someone for support and then saying like oh but what about this basically or mm-hmm. it's fine some version of what we just said other right. than maybe them telling me like to go screw myself like I'm not <laughs> really sure what would be worse although that almost would be more alarming than anything else I'm like True. oh are we on a comedy sketch like what's happening right now right it just like, you know, you stick the knife in and like you twist it a little bit because you're already having a hard time and people don't generally want to be sad or mad or anything mm-hmm. that falls under those two categories. So if they saw a positive or if there was like a silver lining that took away how they're really feeling about it, they'd probably go down that road or they probably know it already. hmm 
right? I think there's a time and a place for somebody to say like, okay, it's not that bad when, you know, you're coming to somebody with a problem that you're like freaking out about, like, oh my God, I just dropped my work computer out a window. Like, I don't know what to do. I think I'm going to get fired. Somebody can be like, okay, take a deep breath. Here's what we can do. It's not that bad. We can fix this, right? Like something that has a solution. Mm -hmm. That might be a helpful time to talk someone off a ledge when they're coming to you with the vibe of like, I don't know what to do. Probably isn't as bad a lot of times as we, especially if we're anxious about something, work it up in our heads to be. And so having like a calming objective voice, that's like, you're not going to get fired. Your life is not over. It's okay. Here's why that can be helpful. But if someone's coming to you like, Hey, you know, I'm just really overwhelmed and burnt out or I'm feeling really sad about this, or I had this huge fight with this person who's important to me, and I'm just really scared about the relationship. There's no real silver lining there. Right. I don't think that person generally wants to be like talked off the ledge of like, oh, it's really not that bad. Because do you see how those feel different? Like I threw my work computer out the window and I don't know what to do. I'm never going to have a job again. Calm down. You're okay. Let's take care of this hits very differently than when you say it too. I just had a fight with my significant other and I'm really concerned about the relationship. I don't want to lose it. Don't worry. You'll be fine. Feels way ickier than Mm -hmm. it did with the computer flying out the window. Mm -hmm. It's so different. And yet we use them for the same situation. And I think in the latter, it's really harmful for all the reasons you said. Yeah. And I think uh, the, the grace I want to extend here is that most people, one, don't recognize that toxic positivity is a thing slash a problem. And then two, I think in these situations, most of the time people are trying to be helpful, mm-hmm. actually, right? And it's this is just one of those situations, and this is why we're talking about it, is because one, you should know what it is. And then two, you obviously, most people don't want to be the person who's doing this, right? Like you have people that you like and care about. You don't want to be consistently walking around like, nope, not a problem. You're fine. Let's move on. It's not that serious. And then like wondering why no one ever talks to you about anything. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, it, it comes from a good place, but, you know, just because something comes from a good place doesn't mean that it's good. And because the impact can be different than the intent, which that is a previous podcast episode. I was waiting to see if you were going to plug it. I remember. (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, I I guess I just want to acknowledge that because there there are going to be these moments where any of us might do these things or say these things. Um, You know, I know for me, if, if I do fall on any of those kind of cliche phrases, it's probably because I'm tired emotionally and just like didn't have the capacity in that moment to be like, oh, I need to show up differently for this person. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think it's just important to clock that for people and say like, here's your, here, we're providing you a little bit of a, a, a soft place to land here. So you get the information that you need and you can think about how you can adjust moving forward. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think too, this goes under the category of people who say things like, you know, oh, why are you so negative? Like, why don't you look on the bright side? And I think a good way to maybe start removing toxic positivity from 
your language and your responses to people in your life is asking yourself the question, why do you need them to be positive? Yeah. And I think that question really illuminates the fact that a lot of times toxic positivity happens because you're uncomfortable, mm-hmm. not because you need, not because the person I should say needs to be feeling better, but mm-hmm. you need them to feel better. Right. And in that case, I would ask why, right? Is there a boundary violation happening? This happens a lot with family members, right? Where mm-hmm. uh, your parent or your grandparent or your sibling or your cousin is kind of sharing something with you that you wish they wouldn't because of a dual relationship, right? Maybe they're really confiding in you and trying to get support against like an ongoing conflict they're having with your dad. And it makes you feel really uncomfortable. And you're like, listen, like, I'm not the person I need you to take this somewhere else. A lot of times it's easier, can feel easier to be like, oh no, like just look on the bright side or it's okay. Mm -hmm. And then you're just causing more damage as opposed to really looking at that boundary violation and saying, okay, I need to have a conversation with this person that I'm not the person to talk to about this. And that's where the need for them to be okay is coming from, Yeah. right? Or it might just be something where like you're struggling with their struggle and Mm -hmm. maybe you need additional support around that and that's okay I think this comes up a lot where family members are going through something whether it's grief or illness or a loss of a job or whatever situation it is and you're impacted because of them but not directly impacted but you have a lot of feelings about it Mm -hmm. you can't go to that person right and you can't minimize that person's feelings so maybe that's a sign that how you get around this toxic positivity is that you seek your own support elsewhere. Yeah. And these are just two examples of reasons why you might need that person to not be feeling badly or for them to be more positive. But I think if that's the root of it, you really can't eliminate those toxic positivity responses unless you figure out why that is. Yeah. I also have a, a different point to add that is less bright and shiny. Okay, because I was going to say, if you were going to make the same point, I feel like that would be redundant. No, I have a a different point. point. I have a different point to make because I think one of, you know, I think most people do this unintentionally, however, comma, there is a large subset of people who are either spiritual and or religious. Oh, snap. I see where this is going. Going there. going there because it's real who are either spiritual or religious and hold so tightly to this idea of like love and light about everything and that is a part of the problem because everything cannot be love and light sometimes things are terrible and we have to be able to honor that and not rationalize or explain it away even if that's something that you think because, and here's the thing, I'm not trying to change people's belief systems. However, if what you're trying to do is show up for a person in front of you in the moment, the first thing out of your mouth should not be, oh, it'll all be better because so-and-so will take care of it. That's not helpful. Sorry. It's just not. Because the first thing that should be out of our mouths when we're showing up for someone and saying like, listen, I'm here, I'm here for you is to validate what they're feeling, regardless of what your take is. Yep. 
on why it's happened or how it's happened or when it's happening or whatever the circumstances are, the if you're trying to really be there for that person, the first thing that you can offer that is the best thing to offer is to say, man, that sucks, or I'm sorry, that sounds hard. And then maybe you have a conversation after that. Because if you, and I've been in this situation before, right, on the receiving end of something that's like to toxically positive or is the love and light thing, is that if that's the first thing that comes out of someone's mouth in response to your pain, then I, I will absolutely shut down. Mm -hmm. because then it's like I can't I can't let them know of anything like I've just maybe <laughs> let out a little sliver of the pain right saying like oh I'm having a hard time and they say well oh blah 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 blah, blah. then I'm like okay nope can't talk to this person I will never talk to this person again <laughs> mm -hmm. about about things that really matter right and so it's like if if the goal is to really be there for the person then first and foremost, just like validate and affirm the feeling that you're seeing in front of you and then see where the conversation takes you. Yeah, that's a really good point. And to plug a future podcast episode, hmm. it will come. I think it's really about avoiding assumptions that hmm. just because you might find solace in the like, whatever higher power you believe in has a plan or like, oh, what goes around comes around, whatever. Um, doesn't mean the other person does. Yeah, even if they're not in the same, right. even if they're in the same kind of belief system. Exactly. Right. Don't assume. And right. we're gonna do a whole podcast episode of why assumptions are deaf in, in interpersonal <laughs> relationships. That was yeah. that, but maybe not really. Um, but I think that's kind of a teaser of like, don't make that assumption that just because something works for you and you find comfort in it, that the other person would find it helpful right. and approaching it with that perspective can be a lot more heartwarming to the other person, for lack of a better word. If you're approaching it saying like, okay, I'm going to keep them in mind and respond in a way that they might think is helpful and, or ask them what they need, as opposed to just kind of spewing out what comes to my mind based on like what's going on with me. Yeah, totally. The last thing I want to end on, and you already started the little bit of the shade, so I don't feel as bad transitioning into like <laughs> shading a large subset of people mm. i want to talk about motivational quotes oh i love quotes what i love quotes i know but you're gonna agree with me i know i know where you yeah but <laughs> i'm just saying for the people because i know listen i i just envision like people starting to drag me but like you share quotes every week <laughs> on your instagram <laughs> Fair. So. And I'm going to second that in that, like, <laughs> since I was like 14, I, my thoughts have been expressed by writing down song lyrics. So like, I'm all about using <laughs> other people's words to like yeah. find a meaning in my life. However, mm -hmm. motivational quotes are like a special brand of toxic positivity totally. because they dive into a lot of ignorance systemic ignorance to be specific and we're gonna have a podcast episode on this shortly too man we're just like a walking advertisement here. 2022 yep <laughs> previewing all the 2022 podcasts here but here's the problem with a lot of motivational quotes they're very privileged mm -hmm. and 
they're very silly sometimes. And I think you posted something about this on Twitter that I really enjoyed mm. about the, what was it that like, you are where you're supposed to be and have that like- floats Oh yeah, reshared something. Yeah, that floats around all the time where it's just like, don't worry, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And you're like, no, <laughs> you're like, I'm, I'm in like, hell. Like homeless or right. lost a job or just got divorced or had a close- loved one die like you're not actually exactly where you're supposed to be Mm -hmm. and it's okay not to feel that way Mm -hmm. and that's just one example of things like there's also the ones that are like you can change your circumstances at any point like any day can be day one and I don't really honestly feel like going into a deep dive of how problematic that is but what I will say is that It is a very privileged stance because there is a large group of people in this world for a variety of reasons that actually don't have that choice. Mm -hmm. And this is just one example. And so like, I don't want to drag this motivational quote in particular or this vibe, but a lot of times they only really apply to you if you happen to resonate with them. It's kind of like a, a lot of the like psychic readings you'll get at street fairs and things like that. Hmm. where if you happen to resonate with it, it's the most accurate thing in the world. But if you don't, it can be really problematic. Hmm. And so I don't say this to, you know, I, I appreciated your disclaimer, Gerald, that like, we're not anti-quote. Right. But I would caution everyone to take a pause before you maybe share something that you resonated with the masses as if it is gospel. Mm-hmm. Actually, this is previewing another podcast episode. I don't mean to do this, but I was going to say this kind of applies to social media, which we're going to talk about like oversharing on social media, generally speaking, mm-hmm. and like the pitfalls and things like that. And like what maybe you share with the masses and what you don't, but just keep that in mind, especially as you're kind of regurgitating things like that to specific people in your life and or the large population it resonates with you because it resonates with you, not because it is truth. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of layers as to why sharing it as if it is the objective word is problematic, but just keep that in mind in that, you know, offer it up as a suggestion if you really think it would be helpful. And just remember that just because you found a lot of motivation or inspiration in it doesn't mean someone else won't find it really hurtful. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I just add that I, I think that that is like a good response to pretty much anything you encounter out in the world, in the world or the wild um, the of wild. the internet. If you're uh, in the jungle. Yeah, like you. And you see a tiger. Tiger's right. in the jungle. That's a jaguar. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. They're in the jungle. No, jaguars, 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 that really pretty spotted animal is in the jungle. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, like, I, I think that, um, obviously, like, even like I said, I like, I love quotes, I share them regularly on Instagram. Um, I always try and do what I think is a good job of contextualizing them. Um, but I think anything that you encounter, you should one, you know, it should be like, obviously, as Rachel was saying, like, it resonates with you. So like, good, good on good on you. Um, but that same thing could be really invalidating to someone else. Um, and you should always be looking at whatever you consume with a curious lens. 
and say like, uh, I don't know, like, is this true for everyone? Why is this true for me? What does this mean for me, et cetera? Like, I always think it's good to have a little bit of analysis there, shocker. Um, and because and nothing, very few things are true, right? Like very few things are 100% true. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the idea is that we should be questioning things. We should be interpreting and analyzing them. Um, even if they make us feel good, it's like good to have a little bit of healthy skepticism to say like, hmm, is that true for everyone though? Or how, how could it not be true for someone else? Right. Um, and I think that's a, a healthy way to kind of be thinking about things. And you can still have your space with it that you just feels like, yes, this is the thing. This is 100% true. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that may not be true for everyone around you. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's definitely something that if you go in with the idea that it's not true for everyone, that's probably a good default. Right. Like maybe it's only not true for three people, but better to be safe than sorry to say, I'm going to go in with the idea that just because it resonates with me doesn't mean it resonates with anyone else versus the other way around. And I think that's a good way to avoid kind of shoving a platitude in someone's face that like really doesn't need it or mm-hmm. really would find it harmful. And that's not to knock it, right? Right. It's not to say like, oh, you can never share anything or like, how dare you get inspired or have all these good vibes from this saying or this quote or lyrics or whatever it is. It's just don't assume that your experience is someone else's, especially when they're coming to you for support, right? We're talking a lot about this in terms of someone like seeking your support and, you know, your guidance or your love. It's for them. It's not for you. And I think that's kind of a good way to summarize this whole idea of like, if you need them to feel better, you got to deal with that away from them. It's rarely helpful for you to ever tell somebody not to feel how they feel even if they're being ridiculous, right? Like Mm -hmm. we all have had moments where we have really absurd emotional reactions to things Mm -hmm. because we're human, but someone telling us that in the moment usually is not helpful. It's like the whole idea that there've actually been studies around telling people to calm down Mm -hmm. makes them more anxious. Mm -hmm. So if you're with a friend who's just like losing their mind over something that to you seems trivial, telling them they shouldn't be upset or shouldn't be so worked up is not going to be helpful. Even if you need them to be, even if they're stressing you out, (laughs) like, why are we frantic? It's just not a helpful situation in general to tell someone not to feel how they feel. Mm -hmm. And that's essentially what toxic positivity is, right? Mm -hmm. It's someone coming to you, not feeling very positive and you're trying to get them to feel positive. Maybe they don't want to feel positive right now. Some situations just suck. And an actually really healthy way of working through them is to sit in the suck for a little while. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you're ready, you can look at a situation where objectively there's pros and cons to everything. There's always some silver lining, even if you don't personally resonate with it, Mm -hmm. but there's a time and a place for that. And maybe that person's just not there and they need to sit and suck and your own personal feelings shouldn't stop them from doing that. Yeah, absolutely. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We previewed so many 2022 episodes unintentionally. So we hope you will turn it, tune into those in the coming weeks. 
Otherwise, I believe this episode actually comes out after the new year. It does. Mm -hmm. So we hope that you had a great holiday season and that 2022 is off to a good start. Please rate, review, subscribe, share with a friend, and we'll catch you on the next episode in two weeks. New episodes every other Wednesday. Bye.